This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Get Off the Phone. Movie. And the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? <laughs> I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. Yeah, don't rewind that DVD, you Fred. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, <laughs> Mr. Stoller. Uh Welcome. I still can't get over how good of an intro he did for like the price it was. Yeah, no, it was great. He actually references like this video that he did called you know original Thrill Seeker that's from like the late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. It's like it's such a time capsule of that period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check that out if if you guys aren't familiar with that. Um, get off the phone. <laughs> check out his new show. Get off the phone. I believe it's on ABC. It fascinates me that he's that he's that he has to you know just point out exactly where he is in Dumb and Dumber like <laughs> immediately after he mentions the movie. <laughs> it isn't none of the other mo- movies or TV shows are important enough that he has to do that. But you know, Dumb and Dumber is like remember like he's like that's probably where he'll know me from. Right, exactly. He's been like a very steadily working actor for a long time. Yeah, and you know, a decent, uh, decently working stand-up comedian too. Get off the phone. Right. Exactly. That's his kiss. That's his catchphrase. Knucking futs and get off the phone. Get off the phone. Are you knucking futs? <laughs> if you had a catchphrase, what would you think it would be? Stoller. If Stoller had a catchphrase. Oh, uh, this is actually get off the phone, but what's yours? Oh, if, if I had, if I had a catchphrase, what would it be? Um, <sighs> My catchphrase would probably be "Get out of the city." Oh, it's already taken. Okay. Um, how get about? Into my car. <laughs> no, get into my van. That's <laughs> that's my catchphrase. Do you want some candy? Are you allergic to chloroform? <laughs> Are you allergic to nylon straps? Oh, heavens. Oh, no. Heavens to Betsy. That would be my catchphrase. Heavens to Betsy. (laughs) Nice. Oh, anyway. So welcome, everyone, to uh, the dumpster diving segment of the episode of the podcast. Mike, I want to kind of just get right into it today because I (laughs) I have here a new game for us to play. Well, not a new game. It's an old game for us to play. But oh, no. the uh the the time that we went through and did uh movies based on their half star review. Um people seem to like that a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. So, uh I figured I'd break it out again. Um there's a bit of a theme to this one. We'll see if you can uh if you can work it out, but uh, do the uh, mental floss quiz. No, it's not. It's but the, yeah, that's what I've I've no, heard. I've heard other podcasts do this, and you know, it's it, they're all based off of BuzzFeed or or mental floss games. So <laughs> we're all just copying clickbait. But anyway, so um, this first one, these are all half star reviews. Uh, this first one, extremely boring. Every second fight scene. But why? Who cares? The maker of this film sure didn't. What movie? 
Uh, one of the John Wick movies, probably. <laughs> Holy shit! John Wick! It is the original John Wick. Very good. A lot of fight scenes. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, I love Keanu with all my heart, but these movies? Just no. That's from Annette. That's probably also The Matrix? No, that is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here, Annette. Obviously, the theme is Keanu Reeves. Uh, okay. Um, story, one out of five. This plays out like one of those sequels where the leads are portrayed by new actors because the script was so shit that the old crew wanted nothing to do with it. What was this? What was the point? This was not funny. This was not fun. This was not interesting. It felt stripped of everything that made the first film good. It's comical that this is... Oh, that's it. Okay, that's it. This is from JAG, by the way. Judge Advocate General. Is that also Bogus Journey? It is also Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Get out of here. How, how can you... Uh, sorry, I don't understand people. You are three for three right now. Whoa. Uh, why is this movie trending right now? I'd rather die. Devil's Advocate? No, that's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The first one. Okay. These are now no longer uh, Keanu Reeves movies. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Um, oh, here's one. Uh, half a star. Technically, sharks would never do this. The Replacements. No, it's uh, oh, the movie with Samuel Jackson where a shark ate him. Deep Blue Sea, maybe? No, no, it's Jaws. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Jaws. How about this one? Half a Star by Margaret. Uh, this movie This movie single-handedly ruined Shark's reputation. Shit movie, I hate it. Then this is all in caps. This movie is scientifically inaccurate. Sharks aren't killing machines. I'm passionate about this. Hashtag justice for sharks. Oh my god, is that also Jaws? It is also Jaws. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Dumbest fucking shark movie I've ever seen. It's not a lot that I have seen, but my God, what were they thinking? That's by Jaws 4. Jade. J-A-I-D-E. That's actually The Meg. Oh, oh, I haven't seen The Meg, but Jaws 4 is, uh, I believe, where the shark plots revenge. Yes, that's correct. Kind of cool if Megalodon still existed. <laughs> Yeah, the Meg is about Megalodons. Um, it would be interesting. There probably wouldn't be great white sharks because I think that's what they ate. Probably. Uh, okay, this one is... I can't see who this is by, but this is another half-star review. Some fucking idiot, probably. Right. This is by Fuckbirds. Um, if I wanted to watch a movie about large birds, I'd watch the movie The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock, and I'd imagine the birds being huge. But I don't, so I'm not watching either of the movies. What? I don't know a movie about large birds, Mark. It's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, I haven't seen that. But I guess, tech, are they even birds, technically? Um, No, no they're technically they're not birds. See, Jurassic Park seems okay, although I think technically it's mostly like Cretaceous period uh, animals. Mm-hmm. But what I'd like to see is uh, Paleolithic Park. It'd be cool to see like Smilodons and like a uh, 
short face cave bears, like you know, all these massive flora and fauna. Mm-hmm. And then you get to go there and you get to hunt them with primitive weapons. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be awesome. I'd but love it. Little darts, uh, you know, you can make your own bow and arrow. Um, you know, you, I mean, I suppose you could buy buy one, but it has to be all natural material. Uh, some spears. That'd just be a lot of fun. Let's do that. Do that all science. Right. Yeah, do that science. They were talking about maybe they could clone some cells from dinosaurs somehow. I think the Soviets, and by Soviets I mean Russian, because it's not 1989 anymore. <laughs> but I, I know what's really going on there, comrades. Tomatish. Right. right. Um, but really, uh, they were supposedly trying to make like uh, woolly mammoths out of like some uh, elephants because they had like the they had like pretty well preserved animals. And actually, I, I I read today that they found in Siberia a very well preserved uh, cave bear. So I mean, nice. they like had like flesh and everything. That's so, cool. I mean, if anyone's going to do that, it's going to be Russia. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, fucking, like, send them off against people. Right. Well, Russia's where most of that shit is, I think. A lot. Yeah. I mean, they're just, I mean, they don't care anymore. I mean, you know, the, I mean, not that they ever did, but, you know, they just blatantly, allegedly, wink, wink, are, uh, you know, poisoning people and shit like that. So, I mean, mm. why not just send fucking cave bears and woolly mammoths after people? <laughs> I agree. Turn Russia into just a fucking zoo. Why not? Right. Uh, all right. Next movie. Half a star from Five Nights, of, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I think it's supposed to be, but it's it's Five Nights at F R E. Ah, I hated this so much. L M A O. Fuck you, Spielberg. Die. Um, Schindler's List. No, that's Jaws again. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I thought this is your review. <laughs> Stormfront's your favorite new character? Uh, I like. I actually like that actress a lot. But um, but yeah, I was a little disappointed that she turned out to be so evil. I was like, oh, I like her. I still think it's funny, and and I agree though that finding out like someone's like a murderer, but also a racist, that just makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd much rather someone be a racist than a murderer. But I mean, you know, if Hitler if Hitler murdered six million people in battle. And, you know, just of all different kinds of nationalities, people wouldn't be as mad as him killing six million Jews. But then they hear about the dog and they're even mad again. Right. Exactly. Uh, this is a very, this is by Heretic, uh, Exorcist 3, apparently. This, this is a very similar to the last one. Spielberg sucks. I'd rather visit an amusement park. Jurassic Park? That is Jurassic Park, yeah. Uh, here's another half star from an owl, or just as owl. Dinosaurs are stupid, and this movie is unrealistic. I actually hate dinosaurs almost as much as I hate Ted Droid. I don't know what Ted Droid is. I don't know either. It's T E D T R O I D. Do you think he means Tetroid, the game Tet like Tetroids? Tetro- what the hell is Tetroids? You Tetris? Yeah, Tetris, sure. Do you think that's what he means? Tetris slash asteroids? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Is it the guy who did that uh that Ready Player One movie again? Uh no, no. It's that's just uh that's Jurassic Park again. Uh uh, let's see. This film's this movie's concept was wasted on itself. Can a computer fall in love? Maybe. But even the dumbest calculator wouldn't fuck this movie. Is this AI? No, it's her. 
with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I haven't seen that. All right. Last two are not repeats. Honest. Uh, honestly, what the fuck? I couldn't even remember what the movie was about because the driving in the desert scenes were so long. Yeah, uh, no, not the Irishman. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mad Max Fury Road. I haven't seen that either. It's supposed to be a very good movie. And then this is the last one. Half a star by Mary Conti. Quote, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. End quote. Uh, J. Robert, Robert Oppenheimer after creating Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh man, that's great, uh, little Nikki. That's for that's my boy. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> Did you know that uh, Oppenheimer once uh, tried to poison one of his professors? <laughs> really? Like he legitimately put poison. In, I can't remember why he didn't drink it, but he ended up you know not dying and be, you know murdering somebody because <laughs> he gave him a bad grade. I, I'm not. I think it was like I, I, I don't really know. Or I mean, with Oppenheimer, you know, you give the guy an inch. Oh, <laughs> uh, Robert, just build us a good bomb, okay? You got it. Right. <laughs> you tried to kill your professor? Just the guy we're looking for. Mm, yeah. Wow. J. Robert Oppenheimer, potential murderer and actual murderer in some ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah. That's a weird situation. I mean... You're a scientist, right? I do science all day. Mm-hmm. Like Albert Einstein, you know, he, I mean, he, he knows it's going to happen, but I mean, like, I mean, I guess it's obviously you, you have to be the Germans at that point. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird situation. I know a lot of them really regretted their, their work on it. Uh, you know, oh, I, well, they regret it. It's okay then. Right. But it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an odd situation. I don't know. Did they, here's the thing. Did they save more lives than they cost? At least so far. I mean, technically in Japan, they probably did because I mean, they were estimating like a million people were going to, you know, be killed civilian, you know, in armies together. Right. I mean, cause they were like training people to like, you know, use wooden spears in the streets to mm-hmm. repel the invading Americans. But I mean, they they didn't know that at the time, you know. They assumed that this was going to be used on Germany. I assume, like you know, and obviously yeah. there's going to be civilians in Japan. Clearly, they were civilians. Well, they thought that they were. They thought that Germany and Germany was, uh, you know, pursuing this technology as well. So they wanted to beat them uh, to the punch. But then, yeah, they used it on Japan. One of the, you know, I find it, you know, somewhat morbid, I guess, but but interesting fact is uh, after you know McCarthy or MacArthur planned the. The invasion, uh, the land invasion of Japan, they got to work making purple hearts for all the the wounded that they anticipated from this battle, which never happened. They made so many purple hearts that I believe this is still the case. They are still using those purple hearts to this day. They haven't manufactured a purple heart since 1945. Wow. Yeah, that's it's that's crazy. Yeah, I wonder how advanced the German program actually was, because obviously they were falling apart near the end there. Yeah, I don't think they were really, I don't think they were really as far along as they were bluffing that they were. I know, I know uh, we bombed some heavy water facilities. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and they, they part of the problem is is they got they got rid of they're not got rid of, but so many of their most brilliant scientists left because they were they were Jews. Yeah, or they were just persecuted for being you know like uh, nerds, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's always good when a society wants to get rid of the uh, intelligentsia, right? And and they and they use phrases like uh, Lugenpressa and stuff like that. But um, yeah, no, when you said that, it just I just got the picture of Hitler like giving a speech with uh, ogre standing next to him, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, you know, and him going nerds, nerdsin. Yeah, you say that now, but the guy who played uh, Ogre is actually Jewish. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll have to investigate that, though. If he's Jewish? Is he? Yeah. Here's the thing. Put him on my list. Here's the question, Mike. Is he? Um, is he a Scientologist or not? No. His name's Donald Gibb. Oh, he's the the lost member of the Bee Gees. Correct. He is 66 years old. He his education is the University of New Mexico and the University of San Diego. He's Ooh, I'm going with no. 6 foot 4. He he's been married to Jacqueline Bauer. Um what's his name? Uh Bauer's <laughs> sister. Jack Bauer's uh, daughter. Yeah, Jack Bauer's daughter since 1981. Uh, let's see. Life and career. Uh, raised in California as a Scientologist. Um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Gibb attended Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, so definitely not. Uh, okay. okay. Ca- yeah. Catholic. Pro- probably not. Upon graduation, he went to the University of Mexico on a basketball scholarship, blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see what his filmography is. Let's see. Gibb is a spokesperson and co-owner for Chicago Bar Trader Todd's through which Gibb is marketing Ogre Beer, named after his iconic character in Revenge of the Nerds. We should get some Ogre Beer and drink it on yeah. the air. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's available nearby or if you just have to go like to Chicago. I don't know. Let's see. Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Frederick Aloysius Ogre Palaus Palowski. So apparently he was Polish in the... Uh, That's true, yeah. Uh, Meatballs Part 2. Transylvania. Oh, he's, uh, he's he played the character of Mad Dog in Meatballs too. <laughs> he was in Transylvania Six Five Thousand with Ed Begley Jr. Nice. We have that ogre number. Uh, he was in the nineteen eighty six film Jocks as Ripper. <laughs> uh, you know he kind of looks like, but he's obviously not. Uh, Lyle Alzado. Yes, he does look a little like Lyle Alzado. Recipes. He was in the 1988 movie Bloodsport. Oh yeah, he was. He was his. Uh, wasn't he his brother? Ray Jackson. So I'm guessing Ray J. Jackson. Yes. Let's see. Yes, brother. Uh, he was in something called Magic Kid Two. <laughs> he could. What was his character name? Uh, his character's name is Luther. Do you think he's on record as having like the most monosyllable uh, names for characters in movies? <laughs> Probably, yes. Later that year, he was in a movie called Broken Bars, and his character's name was Jake. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Let's see. He was in U.S. Marshals? He was? Apparently. Uh, was that like the last movie Wesley Sykes made before he went away for a while? Uh, maybe. I don't know why he hasn't made a comeback. I mean, who doesn't like Wesley Snipes? I love Wesley Snipes. I don't give a shit he didn't pay his taxes. Yeah, I, I don't understand the whole thing, but yeah. Uh, in 2008, he was in Hancock. That's the last movie he's been in. I didn't see that either. He played Convict. <laughs> and then he was like, you know, a villain of the week or whatever, like a bouncer or whatever on a lot of TV shows. Um, and then, yeah, he hasn't done much since he's done some video games. Mafia 2, Angry Prisoner. Nice. So good for you, Ogre. Uh, not Jewish, not a Scientologist. Yes, Catholic. Good for you, Ogre. Uh, come on the show. Yeah. We'll welcome you. You've got a beard now, apparently. No nerds here. Although he later became a nerd, so maybe he would prefer if uh, we found some nerds. Do you think he did become a nerd? No, he did in the sequels. Uh, oh, that's right. Nerds too. That's right. He got nerds it. in paradise. He got those glasses. Yeah, that's how you know he's a nerd. That's uh, that's the one where they stayed at the Coral Essex Hotel. Correct, and then they got lost on the island. And uh, Anthony Edwards makes like a like a thirty second cameo. Yeah, I think there's one yeah, on the phone, right? He's just on the phone. No, he's a ghost. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he's only, he's only in the movie that brief period, but they claim at the beginning he <laughs> broke his leg playing chess, which is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. Uh, I remember them singing 99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall, and I think that was the first time I'd ever heard that song. <laughs> this movie. So yeah, that's that's Ogre, uh former Nazi ambassador. <laughs> no, he he's not, of course. But they didn't like nerds in Germany. They still don't. Well, actually no, they're kinda of nerdy. Yeah, a little bit now. They're making uh iPhone parts and shit. Good for them. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about, Mike, is that Jeopardy came back today. New episodes of Jeopardy, and apparently Alex Trebek's... Oh, I didn't know it was new. Yeah. Uh, and apparently Alex Trebek's health is priority number one on the Jeopardy set. They're saying that the, one, the, mo- the biggest thing you'll notice, because they've updated their set to make it more uh, health conscious, you know, obviously, as most people know, Alex Trebek has stage four pancreatic cancer, so he's obviously in a high, high risk factor, uh, you know, for COVID-19. And right. and uh, Ken Jennings has now become a associate producer for the show or a consulting producer for the show. And he was on Good Morning America talking about this. And he said, you know, Alex Trebek's health is, is the number one priority. And the one thing that you'll notice is that the individual contestant podiums are now socially distanced. So they're, you know, they're like six feet away from each other instead of you know, next to each other, like usual. It's going to be interesting to film that, I would think. Yeah. I don't know exactly how they they frame that so it, it looks natural. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, that's I think that'd be a very wide shot, I would imagine. Yeah. There's going to be... It's... Uh, uh, Michael Bay is the new director for 
<laughs> for Jeopardy. It's going to be a lot of wide angle lenses and, and stuff like that. That'd be kind of that kind of suck too if you were on the show because I mean who wouldn't want to like you know meet Alex Trebek close in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing is he's going to stay at his podium instead of coming over there, which you know it makes sense. Um, Alex himself says that he feels good, he's excited, um, and he says he thinks that Jeopardy is the first uh, quiz show to come back on the air in the COVID nineteen era, era, and he says that he's excited because he gets him out of the house. And gives him something to do on a regular basis because he was missing that. So, sure, yeah, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a part of his life for what thirty years, even longer. Because I mean, I guess the original uh, parody of Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL was based on a, a parody of Alex Trebek way back from like the um, SCTV days. So he had a show in Canada where he was like a quiz master. Yeah, he did. Like he did something. Can't remember what show he did, and then he did something called Classic Concentration, like way back in like eighty three or eighty four, something like that. I think eighty four was the first year that he was on on Jeopardy, I believe. So almost forty years now. Yeah, that's that's quite a while. But yeah, so I, I'm excited. Like personally, I'm excited because I like Jeopardy a lot. So I'm excited they're coming back with new shows. Um, it, it really seems like. Alex Trebek genuinely genuinely wants to do this and so I'm happy for him and you know all the contestants that get to uh, to get to be on the show as well so you know I think it's uh, definitely a good thing but um yeah I thought you know that was uh something that people would be interested in I know you're a fan of Jeopardy as well Yeah I, I love the show uh, the, the, this uh this week I watched two different movies Mike and both, well, one was kind of good, although I don't think you'd really like either one of them, <laughs> but one was kind of good. The other one was just sort of terrible. Uh, the first one that I watched was a movie called Cheap Thrills, which is, if you're interested, is available for free on Tubi. And I also, I believe also, um, uh, what's that other one, Mike, where you can rent movies, but it's, I think it's Walmart's one, but I can't. I'm not sure. Can't remember what it's called. Is that Vero? Shutter? No. Oh, Vivo? Uh, maybe. Something like that. Blowfish and Funk? Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Blowfish and Funk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's it's definitely... I watched it on Tubi. Uh, it's, like I said, it's free over there. Um, oh, I just watched Quibi right now. Oh, Quibi. Did you... Have you seen... You've watched Quibi? No. No, okay. No one has. I was gonna say. It's, like, it's like the uh, the the video version of title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, v- Voodoo. That's what it's called. Voodoo is the other one. Okay. Oh well, I'm surprised Walmart owns a company called Voodoo. <laughs> right. Oh, they're they're scared of it. Um, they had to buy It'd it. Be like a Hobby Lobby not spitting on a gay pride parade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, I watched it, and basically the movie is about uh, David Koechner and his wife who uh, grab these two dudes at a bar, basically, and they're both down on their luck, guys, and they say, hey, we'll give you f- like 50 bucks, whoever takes the first shot, because David Koechner and his wife are rich. And the whole movie is a, is an escalating series of dares basically like do this do that to where 
at one point he's like, hey, my neighbor's dog take he sends their dog to take a shit on my lawn every day. I want you to go take a shit in their house. Uh, I'll give you 1200 bucks to do that. Cut off your pinky finger. Just all this stuff to, you know, like it's a dark comedy. But what I don't like about the movie is, you know, it's a, it's a semi-interesting premise, but there's nothing underneath it. It's 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 like torture porn is what it is. It's basically, you know, and I could see I, it, the two things that I don't like about the movie is the beginning is very the beginning is very trite and like cliched. Like the guy, a uh, Pat Healy is who is one of the guys that uh, that are basically our protagonist, I guess. He's a family guy with, uh, you know, uh, two sons, one that's a baby that can talk. And then uh, uh, an ugly daughter with a hat that he always tells to shut up. No, um, he's he's a family man. Um, he's been sent back in time by uh, Don Cheadle to see what his life would be like with Taylioni for some reason. No, he's um, he's a guy with a family. Uh, he's got a wife and a 15-month-old son. And he he walks out of his apartment door to an eviction notice on his door. And then he goes into his job as uh, at an oil change place and gets laid off. So it's like lots of coincidences piling up here. And then he just happens to run into an old buddy of his from high school, played by Ethan Embry, and uh, at this bar. And David Koechner just happens to be there, this rich guy willing to pay people to do outlandish stunts. And he's in a position where he needs the money really bad. Um so, yeah, it's like it's all very cliched and kind of like like I said, very coincidental. And then the ending, I mean, I saw the ending coming from a mile away of this movie. And then the movie just ends and it's like, okay, so what was the point of any of it? It's just like that's there's nothing underneath it at all. It's just very surface level. What what are the most outrageous things that we can think of and then we'll film it and none of it's very funny, and none of it's very interesting. So you, you would bet that I wouldn't like that movie, correct? Absolutely, yes. Speaking of bets, do you yeah. know of any good places where I can make a bet online without having to leave the comfort of my own home? Oh, Mike, I'm so glad that you mentioned <laughs> I'm so glad that you mentioned that. But yeah, if here's the thing. If the, the star, uh, Pat Healy, of Cheap Thrills had only gone to my bookie, then he wouldn't have to have cut off his uh, pinky finger and had it cauterized with an iron, a literal iron, not a, not a, not a you know, like a, that you iron clothes with. But uh, yeah, all you had to do was go to mybookie.ag, use our promo code. <laughs> late fees. Late fees, not massive fees. Not massive fees. fees. <laughs> late fees. And then he would he would have gotten a hundred percent matching deposit up to a thousand dollars. The winning season has returned at my bookie. It hasn't returned for the Detroit Lions, who lost to the Chicago Bears yesterday. Oh my! I mean, who saw that coming? Except for anybody who had ever seen a Lions game before. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson said something like, uh, "Hey, you know, we're still on track. This was a good learning experience, or whatever." And it's like, I just shake my head, like, "Yeah, okay, keep." Keep having faith there, Adrian Peterson. And he's like, uh, the next team we're going to beat like a uh, undisciplined child. <laughs> do you want to do you want to bet on how many smacks uh, Adrian Peterson's son 
takes after uh, the next Lions loss. I don't know if you can do that at mybookie.ag, but if there's a place you could do it, it would be at mybookie.ag. Yeah, check their uh, domestic abuse uh, tab. Maybe you'll find it there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, at mybookie, it's time to celebrate the NFL season. Sign up now and make your first deposit to get a dollar-for-dollar match all the way up to $1,000 and grab yourself a free entry into the famed my bookie super contest to play in the contest all you have to do is pick five nfl games against the spread to have a chance at one hundred thousand dollars guaranteed in cash prizes pat healy's character in cheap thrills certainly could have used that he got about that much money for spoiler alert killing his friend oh my which i knew is where it was going to end uh, but what I don't know is how all the NFL games are going to end. Because if I did, then I would own mybookie.ag. But instead, the fabulous people at mybookie.ag says that there are thousands of bets to choose from. The full slate of NFL, uh, the NBA, live betting to championship futures. Every play you want to make is waiting at mybookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, and collect your cash, and don't murder Ethan Embry. Just use try not to. Yeah, just use promo code late fees and double your first deposit. Now it's a no brainer. The winning season begins today only at my bookie. Very good. Late fees. <laughs> but yeah, Mike. So the other movie was called Your Next. And this one was a little more clever than than Cheap Thrills was. These are both movies from 2013, by the way. (laughs) And this was free on the Peacock streaming app, uh, which you can get for free. Uh, There's some sort of some sort of like paid thing that you can do too that I don't do. I guess maybe you don't get commercials or whatever. But it's uh, I think there was maybe four or five commercials throughout the whole movie, so it wasn't that bad. But your next basically starts out like, have you ever seen that movie? Oh, fuck, I can't remember what it is what it's called, but um Steven Tyler's daughter's in it and uh some other dude and they're like alone in this house after The Strangers, I think. Yeah, The Strangers, that's right. Have you ever seen that movie? I've seen parts of it, yeah. So it starts out I'm actually not gonna ruin this one for people that might want to watch it, but it starts out a lot like that. Uh and then it's like that genre of movie that was sort of popular around that era and maybe maybe a little bit before that era but it starts out a lot like that like the you know psychopaths coming into a house like killing people type thing but then it really goes in a complete not completely but it goes in a different direction and it really kind of subverts expectations and becomes kind of clever and you know almost fun in like a schlocky type of way um and it became like a really interesting and kind of entertaining movie to watch. I know you're not huge on horror, so I, I still think that you wouldn't like it, and people that are not big horror fans probably wouldn't like it. But if you're if you're a fan of the genre, I think it's definitely one to check out. Um, so that's called Your Next on the Peacock app. Have you watched anything this uh, this week, Mike? Anything interesting that you want to tell the people about? Nothing new. I saw Club Dreadigan uh, just the other day, which I like. Uh, you know, it's a Broken Lizard movie, and mm-hmm. it made me think that I still haven't seen the Slam and Salmon. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't seen it either. We should watch that at some point. Yeah. We could do that I'd for the show. I'd love to see if it's streaming, and I haven't found it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I'll have to see if it's available someplace. Yeah, I mostly was watching the boys. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm all caught up. Like I said, so it was a lot of episodes. Yeah, well, that yeah, for sure, that was a lot of episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, the slamming salmon. Check out Club Dread though. If anyone that hasn't seen Club Dread, it's it's one of those that at first I didn't like as much, but then it kind of it grew on me. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, it's still not my. It's probably my. I think I like Beer Fest the most, then mm-hmm. Super Troopers, then probably Club Dread. Yeah, Beer Fest is my favorite too. I didn't really care for uh, Super Troopers two that much, and like I said, I haven't seen the Slam and Salmon Puddle Cruiser. I don't, it's a kind of a different kind of movie. Yeah, I didn't really care for that one as much. It's not bad, but it's just not my kind of movie. The Puddle Cruisers, like it's it's Broken Lizard's attempt to make a mainstream like you know that kind of movie like a mainstream college type movie it's it's just a little off because their their humor is a little off but you can it really feels like they're twisting themselves to try to fit into a box that they think has been you know put there and then after that like with super troopers and beer fest and everything they're you know they're just themselves at that point they're they're not trying to yeah. fit yeah, in they, they're not moving towards the crowd there also i think with uh puddle cruiser they had like a, they had to get a lot of financing it's it's not quite a student film but it's like they're either still in college or right after it when they filmed it mm-hmm. yeah that's a, that definitely makes a difference too yeah, but yeah, I, I haven't really watched. I, like, I watch the boys. I, I, it's still. I don't think it's a. Gr- it, it's a very good show. It's interesting. I like the characters. Mm-hmm. And again, the deep. I, I just love seeing uh, the performance. It's, it's so. He's just, I mean, aside from the first episode, he's just like a fun lay-headed. You know, aside from the uh, sexual assault, he's a fun lay-headed character that I just can't get enough of. Right. Your your tweet about uh, the deep actually got liked by um, creator of the of the show Eric Kripke. Yeah, and no one else. <laughs> Who, by the way, uh, you know, for fans of, of uh, the uh, 1467th season of Supernatural, <laughs> Eric Kripke also created Supernatural. So my wife nice. was very excited about that. She saw that and she was like, oh, wow, I know him. Yeah, I watched a few episodes of Supernatural. It was okay. It wasn't really my thing. But, yeah, I mean, it's I could see how it's kind of like, you know, a lot of like the big, like, you know, archetypes are being pulled in, like in mm-hmm. Supernatural. You know, you have like not necessarily generic monsters. I, like I said, I've only seen maybe seven episodes of that. But, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, a lot of like, like you know, standard tropes, but obviously in the boys are twisted, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my my um my wife loves supernatural and she's finally now caught up. She's, she's taken 10 years cause she started late, but she's taken 10 years and now she's finally caught up to where they are for their, the la- the last season. Um, and I, she's like, so she'll watch. That's one of the things that she watches on her own. Uh, when I'm, you know, when I'm doing this or, or whatever, just doing whatever. Um, but every once in a while, she'll be folding clothes or something in the room. I'll finish, you know, whatever I'm doing. Like, I've gone to a poker tournament or something like that, and I got knocked out early. <laughs> and I'll I'll catch part of an episode. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a full episode of the show, but I've seen a lot of, you know, like 20 minutes, uh, like little blocks of the show here and there. And it's one of those that it's, you know, she tried to get me to watch it when when we first started dating and it's one of those shows where it's like, it's okay. Like I, I, you know, I could, um, 
you know, I could watch it every once in a while, but it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's 15 seasons long and I'm like, I'm not investing that time into the show. Right. So I just, you know, I like, I'll, I'll catch stuff here and there and I'll, I'll ask a couple questions and she'll be like, oh, that's, it's like, it's like a horror soap opera almost. Cause she'll be like, oh, that's cause of yeah. this. And then she goes into all these, these different things. And at one point I'll just have to be like, okay, I, I have all the information I need now. I don't right, really, right. I don't need, I don't need it all. But yeah, it's, you know, it's not, a, I, I like the two, the two leads I like a lot. Um, I think they're good actors and they seem like uh cool guys and stuff like that but um i think pet jordan or something Petalecki or something like that and i don't remember the other one yeah i'm not sure but they seem like cool dudes with uh you know cool muscles so So i hope they have a a good career after this although i they probably never need to work again after 15 seasons of this show because I guarantee the show goes into syndication too, and, and the, they'll get royalty checks off this show forever. Yeah, Ugh, but yeah. So that's uh, I, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Do you got anything else? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Well, then uh, we will see you next week, everybody. Bye. See you next time. All right. <laughs>